Yes, sir. Welcome to what I believe is the 12th episode of Born in Trouble. I'm your host, John X. How y'all feeling this evening? With my illustrious guest. Yes. You know, I realize, can you guys hear the... Can you guys hear the sound effects? I don't think you can hear the sound effects on your end, can you? No, no, no. But you know we've what? Never though been asked, we've never been asked that question before. You've never been asked that question before. <laughs> How sad. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna stream this live too. So, my illustrious guest, once more. From the city of Detroit, Michigan, Mr. City Wing King, Grant Lancaster. What up, y'all? How y'all feeling? Feeling great this evening. Feeling great this evening. And And of course, from the A, Mr. Dub K, members only. Remember, members only. Which I just happen to be at the apex of a cookie flight right now. Oof. So this should be great. This should be fantastic in that forgive, case. Forgive me if I zone in and out. My bad, fellas. My bad. We're trying to get everything. I'm trying to get some things going here. Tonight has been a little. Today has been like a, kind of like the last couple of days. And in the last couple of days, what I've seen is a lot of chaos and turmoil in my personal being in space. But guess what? Doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. Never does. So, fellas. You're looking sweet, man. You're looking sweet. Oh, man, I'm trying. We all trying, ain't Mm -hmm. we? We all trying. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, a new back, that's a new background. I, I, I had noticed that to just now. Oh, yeah. Now, this is, the, this is the temporary spot. This is the temporary digs. It's going to be a movable feast for the next couple of months. You know, we got a lot of stuff going on. But I better did, you than me. Better me than you? Well, it's, not, right. it's not so bad, man. Nah, it's not so bad because you know I had to I had to leave the hotel, but apparently they don't let you get your points until you leave the hotel. So apparently now, because of the length of my stay, I'm like a super duper, you know, big double D dong dick guy right now with that company. <laughs> Upgrades galore! Upgrades galore! So. Yeah, man, got to make Any some trips. I'm going to make it down to the A first, and I hope you brothers will be joining me there in September for my daughter's wedding. And, you know, then yes, sir. Oh, I want to make it up to Detroit. Yo! Yes. The invitation came from you. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, man. Me and my wife been trying to figure out this. I was like, <laughs> yo, I was telling my wife, yo, I know I was talking to this nigga about a, a wedding, but I just don't remember who the dude is. Yeah. I don't know who I was talking to. Yeah, when somebody yeah, yeah. Was telling me about a wedding. Well, you but know now, what? Yeah, I got, the, I got it. My bad. Now I, I, I need the uh, RSVP. RSVP. Man. Oh yeah. Yeah, my daughter. Yeah, make that. yeah, my daughter was beefing at me too. I hope she doesn't listen to this show where she's not watching it live because you just outed me because I was supposed to tell you that last week the RSVP. So. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Gene. Oh, man. 
off some. We be, man, I've been looking at that goddamn envelope every day, like yo. What the hell is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can apparently, you can go to the... <laughs> Like somebody told somebody asked me about a wedding in September. I just don't remember who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can actually go online and you can RSVP too. So you don't have to send okay. anything. You know, it's a yeah, win. Yeah, we'll do that. So, fellas, how y'all feeling today, man? How y'all doing? Crazy week. Crazy week of different stuff. Yeah, man. I'm right. good. You know, yeah, we're good, man. What's what's uh, what, we, what are we talking about today? Well, today, something on your mind? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's been on my mind, and I'm gonna hopefully weave this tapestry and bring it all together. And I'm gonna start, of course, with DEI, which is diversity, equity, and inclusion. Do you know what that is? Basically, that is everything that has to do with affirmative action. Equal job hiring, equal pay, so on, so on. You know that affirmative action, that program that helped white women and other minorities more than it ever helped African Americans. You know what we're right. talking about? Affirmative didn't, action. Uh, didn't Clarence Thomas kill that shit? Clarence Thomas, yes. Great example. The man was a recipient of affirmative action. And some 50-odd years later, here he is voting it down and getting rid of it, which is absolutely, so, yeah. So isn't it clear to you now? The price is right. <laughs> the affirmative action was always their weapon. Oh, right. And one of the products, one of the main, uh, one of the sharpest swords they Design was Clarence Thomas. Oh, <laughs> so I gotta give you a flyby on that one, too. They benefited from affirmative action, everybody else, <laughs> probably, probably more than so called uh African Americans benefited from. Well, you know, affirmative action. I think that it, I think affirmative action, when it's all over, said and done, they're gonna say that it was a booming success because they were able to bring minorities and diversity into the mainstream while leaving black people in the same place that they actually were from the very beginning. So it's basically a success. The, the ironic thing about it is that it was a Asian American that actually had bought the case and there are probably millions, hundreds of thousands, let me say, of Asian Americans who actually benefited from affirmative action programs. But they are an acceptable, safe minority. They don't cause any problems. The only time you see um, Asians cause problems are in karate movies. But so. it, it, isn't, that, isn't, that always, isn't that always the case? You know what I mean? When they, when they have, uh, you know, uh, minorities, the buzzword minority, the catchphrase, people of color, you know what I'm saying? When you when you hear when you hear those phrases, or at least when I hear those phrases, it makes me understand off the dribble that it's not it's not a it's not a thing that black people are really gonna benefit from. Of course, of course some will because you have to make it look, you know, like something. But uh-huh. the minor, the majority of the people the Clarence the majority Thomas's. of the minorities are gonna be others. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Well, I mean, if we're being honest, a lot of people um, benefited from those programs actually had that ideology, much like the a lot of the Asians and East Asians who benefited from um, affirmative action. They had that same ideology. They wanted to meld and be a part of the system. So it actually right. worked for them. You know, for me... Any, any assimilator yeah. benefited. I mean, uh, plenty of assimilators benefited from affirmative action. That, 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 that was their... Uh, best case scenario with it anyway. Yeah. You know, I mean, if, if you're not going to be oppressing them, they have to be assimilated. Yeah. Whoever's not oppressed has to be assimilated, you know. Uh, and so, yeah, they benefited. I mean, you know, shit. I'm not mad at anybody who had that option. Mm-hmm. Had the option to, to go and make some paper they would not have made uh, had they not been had the company not been participating in affirmative action. Yeah, I'm not mad at them at all. You know what I'm saying? Because well, you're not a hater. Well, you're, at the end of the day, that's all. That's what we're all doing anyway. Well, you're, exactly. You're not a hater at the end. <laughs> you're not. You, right. No, at the end of the day, you're not a hater. Have, what it did for institutions. <laughs> what it did for me was it actually brought me back to my own um, senior year of college and thinking about my college choices. And, you know, I always thought I was going to play basketball. Then I decided my senior year I didn't want to play basketball before I even started the year. So then I started thinking about schools. And, you know, you take your SATs, you send out your SAT scores to certain schools. So I sent it out to three schools. Um, Howard, because, like, and I had never heard of it before, really. I wasn't really, and I'm not going to lie and say I was all into going to HBCU. But when it was explained to me the concept of Howard University being a um, black, predominantly black school that was prestigious and, you know, people coming from different points of view, I was like, OK, I could fuck with that. You know, so I sent into them. I sent into Morgan State. I, even then, I knew that it was a joke to send it into Howard and Morgan. If you don't get in Howard, you just don't go to Morgan. Right, right. Grant? <laughs> right. You don't do that. So anyway, it's a little HBCU joke. And um, the other school was Adelphi. And, you know, Adelphi is a local school that's predominantly white. It was like 1% black at that point in time. And um, I got into Adelphi. And my choice was, like you said, Gene, it was the choice between either melding in with the oppressors or going in a completely different way. And for me, that wasn't much of a choice. I went to Howard. But I did have that option to actually meld into that part of society and I opted not to. A lot of people will make that decision and a lot of us have made that decision. I don't really think it's that big of a deal. Um, The one thing, I I did hear something interesting about it. After affirmative action, there was this guy on Fox News. He's the big black guy. He's a big sellout black guy. Um, Maybe he's not a sellout. I don't know because I can't really say that because I actually liked what he said. And what he said was that um, I think that this is the best thing that happened to black people. And the lady on TV that was there, she was like, why? He said, well, because now we can address the actual issue, which is education, preschool to 12, and making that equal for all people in the United States of America. And I actually thought that was a pretty good point. Because he was like, instead of educating black kids to the eighth degree reading level, they should get the same education that everybody else in this country gets. And that then you can like actually talk about fair and equal 
But until you deal with like that, huh? It sounds like a spin, though, because you know that 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 kind of bottlenecked it into the uh, into just the, the the college part of it. Well, you know, the, the, or to schools, you know, when it can't come to it. But guess who's going? Everything's going to follow. Well, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. The schools don't have to do it. Yeah, you know, then the what the municipalities, the cities, the this to that, you know, uh, you know, unless you know, I guess, uh, you know, the federal government keeps their keeps their thumb on status quo. That's now. the well, Gene. What you said is yeah. like you laugh about it, but that's the reality of it. Um, nobody wants to pay for the other for kids from another neighborhood to compete with their own. Grant, you want to say something? Yeah, and as I mean, so first of all, the feds can mandate whatever they want to mandate. You know what I mean? It's it's easy to put something on paper, but what what you have to change is the heart of people, in order to in order to make that actual change. You know, something that's going to be palpable for the people that are out there. And I don't care, I don't care how equitable you want to make it. If you base schools, if if schools make their money based off of the amount of the amount of taxes that people pay in a neighborhood it can never be fair and equal. You know what I mean? Like you have to, you have to get that collective money and then just divvy it up equally in order for that to happen. But even that is not necessarily going to work because somebody at the end of the day, somebody has to be in charge of disseminating that money. And if, you know, if you're the powers that be, if you, if you're a white school and you see a black school, what's the likelihood that you're going to, and your son goes to the white school, what's the likelihood that you're going to say, uh, you know, instead of giving them, we're going to keep 110 and they get 90. You know what I'm saying? And then the next year they get, a, we get 120, they get 80. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just human nature. Well, there are a couple of things I could bring to that conversation as far as um, ideas to actually bridge that gap. Um, but the, before we, I even go there and get into that, what's really interesting is y'all know Diane works with education, right? Uh-huh. So. Yeah. She's been pointing out that what they're doing with a lot of the charter schools is that they're actually doing the opposite of what he was suggesting that Gene was saying was sandbagging, which is they're actually pulling the money from out of the local public school systems and the education, and they're feeding it to charter school based upon choice. And the way that they're doing it, when they do that, what that does is that allows them to actually save all that money and what they're doing is they're actually saving that money and sending their kids 9 through 12 to prep schools to get them ready for college educations or for that training for college. And this is the new pathway. So at the same time, what that does is that pulls the public dollars out of those schools and give the, gives that money to neighborhoods that don't even need it. So now they're not only just taking, they're not only paying more taxes, they're actually reaching into the pots of other neighborhoods and they're taking money from out of that pot, from the state education pot. So, you know, it's this great big plan to dumb people down and make it worse. And now we have this conversation about reparations. Reparations is big. I know, Gene, you're big on reparations. You believe in that shit, right? So, well, go ahead. I actually believe that, I actually, you know, for a while thought that as big as and as broad as Reparations and what it should be is one of the, let's just say, tens or hundreds of things that 
that uh, would need to be tweaked and or, or otherwise for for something to be repaired as damaged as we are. Uh, one of them was their version of affirmative action as just a small piece of the reparation pie, you know. But mm. but that's why when it happened, my first thought was, look, not only are you not getting reparations. We're not doing shit for y'all motherfuckers, you know? And and, and this is just one more step towards us just letting you know that that's where we are with this shit, you know? You know, to to, to, to the... well, one of the problems uh, with you call it, to the conscious mind. Well, one of the problems with reparations is that there are a lot of black people, quote unquote, black people, um, people of African descent living in this country now that don't have the same background as ADOS. They come from different areas, right. and when you ask them about reparations, they'll be the first one to say reparations. We don't need no reparations. You know, we come from a different mm-hmm. place. We don't take these things. We don't need these advantages. And it's very, it's interesting because, like, these people, a lot of times, those people are more educated. I just got done um, speaking to and hanging out with a Nigerian-educated doctor who told me that the first two years that he went to college in, this, in the United States of America, he didn't have to study because he never had to crack a book. He just stayed there and he was attentive because everything that they were covering in his college courses, his pre-med courses, he had covered already mm-hmm. in secondary school. That just shows you how how backwards this education system in the United States of America is. That this man actually, just from a regular, normal background in Nigeria, got this stellar education. And here in the United States, we don't get anything like that. So when we talk about in terms of reparations, we already know that people are not with the thought process of giving black people large amounts of money. So what about tweaking the services that black people receive in lower income neighborhoods to actually boost up the neighborhood in the area? These are solutions towards reparations other than just give me my bag that would actually allow for black people not only to survive, but to thrive. Because truth of the matter is, it's like, I don't know how you feel about it. I don't, I like, you know, now it's kind of in question with some of this rap music that we hear today. But I think that given equal footing, black, black people will basically rise to the top. That's always been the way. So what do you think about instead of reparations? I'm sorry, let me just clarify. Instead of reparations mm-hmm. coming in like in terms of billion dollars spread out in the neighborhood, a billion dollar investment into the education system of that neighborhood. Is that something that would be acceptable as a reparation to go for so, for the next um, 40 years, two generations? So I would love to see reparations in some form, but reparations is going to be hard um, because so, so there's a, and I think we talked about this one time before. So black people consider, consider America a monopoly game. Black people, by the time we got, even got on the board, we didn't get to $1,500 and then all the, all the significant property, all the property was already bought up. Mm-hmm. So all you could do was go around the board and die. Right. So fast forward this to a reparations conversation. So now all the property, all the significant property is still gone. 
all all of the things that you're going to use to make money are pretty much already gone. So let's say that they did give us reparations. Let's say let's say that we got two million apiece. Every every black person in this country got two million dollars. Mm-hmm. How long is that going to last? Because because what is what's out there for you to buy that's going to be significant? Every every you can't buy nothing in Manhattan. You can't buy anything in L.A. Can't buy hardly anything in Florida, Texas. You know what I mean? Like you locked out of, you locked out of so much of what America is. You know what I mean? In terms of in terms of ownership and being able to uh, make a viable business and and do things as a, as a unit, mm-hmm. right? Like that that moving as that moving as a unit. That that mentality has been stripped away from us. Mm-hmm. You know, so even if they gave us all two million dollars or whatever the number was, most of us are just gonna buy a Cadillac and fucking, you know, buy buy a big ass house that we don't need, you know. But I mean, I guess it'll stop us from stunting against one another because what we it, can't stunt against white people because they got more shit than we got. But what? It, well, I mean, two nah. million cats is gonna want my two million. But the she, reality is this, though. Really, I, I was sitting here thinking that, yeah. uh, you know, the the majority are probably going to do a bunch of irresponsible things. Uh, but, you know, in defining what is responsible or irresponsible, things that uh, don't establish any type of roots for ongoing revenue and stuff. So they're not going to be doing those things, maybe spending money on shit that, you know, uh, decreases in value. Okay, so, so people do that. However, there'll be triple or quadruple the amount of innovators that spring up out of that situation, you know what I'm saying? Because for mm-hmm. every uh, million black people you gave $2 million to, uh, you know, even, even a slither 2% is, you know, is enough black people to make some significant changes when it comes to innovation and stuff. And now, uh, but that, that's what that would do. That, I like Umar's list because something like that would be a start. Mm. But he wants percentage of ports. <laughs> when the came in, you know, and, and he wants, I'm talking about, yo, know, his list is thorough. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That, that, that really deals with the institutions and stuff like that. Here, I, I'm about like Black Panthers on this with reparations. If they're not talking about building institutions, that, that, you know, people live off of, the, mm-hmm. the schools, so, yeah, schools that, hospitals, the, the and hospitals, grocery stores. They're not talking about, it ain't reparations. Exactly. Right. Well, this is what, right. <laughs> right. Well, this is what I'm saying. We're changing it in terms of, instead of giving it, instead of giving it up individually to people, you know, give it up in an area to build up the area. Economic investment, economic opportunity, loan packages, things of that nature. Not just giving away $2 million, but the idea of giving $2 million away, that's not a bad idea either because, you know, black people are just like anyone else. Some people are just going to go out and they're going to spend that money. But what that'll do is that would actually be an economic boon to the rest of the country. It would actually bolster them up, you know, so... It would be the same thing even if 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 you put the schools and hospitals and grocery stores in the neighborhood, there was there's still a, a portion of the population that's gonna be like, you know, man, the fuck that. I ain't going. I ain't going to the Mr. Johnson grocery store. I'm going to Mr. Charlie's grocery store where I've been where I've been going all these years. You see what I'm saying? Right. It's like 
the the mentality the mentality has to change. Like it, it 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 I don't know if you can even bring it back to what it what it once was when when the civil rights and all of that when all that was going on and black people were kind of you know in step with one another. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly with with the fist up and all that kind of shit. Black is beautiful. Black is power. Black is love. All that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know that you can get back to that mentality, man, because we have ventured so far away from it. I don't know if y'all saw the BET Awards, but just looking at the BET Awards to me was a significant indicator that we is fucked up. Mm. Right? I was I was looking at that shit and I was like, what in the entire fuck are we doing? And these are all people that supposedly have money. Well, I mean, if you get if you get you're going to bring it to entertainment? Kiki. You know, that situation is like, it kind of has elements of everything that we've talked about today in this conversation, which is right. the black family. What does it look like? What does it do? How do you respect what is it? That? I, I'm not up on it. What's, what's the deal with that? Um, generally, what happened was that Kiki Palmer went out to an Usher concert with her um, cheeks out and everything and, you know, looking for attention and everything, and her baby daddy post up on, on Twitter while she was there, you know, that she was basically out there looking for attention, and that he didn't, that's not what he wanted from his woman. So it just blew up in public, you oh, know, yeah, this whole thing. First of all, he's a buster, but go ahead, you know. No, well, I mean, I mean, listen, you can, you can, look, you could say, you could say he's a, you could say he's a buster. You could say that, you could say that he's in on it. No, you could say that he's in on it. You know, like these things with the, with these people, it's like that could have been to get him attention and to get her attention. Maybe that was always the plan. Maybe it was always the plan for them. to do it. That's the new slap. Right, that's the right. need of the passion slap right, right there. That's people, the put it out, people put it out for public consumption, exactly. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. So we don't know what we don't know what it is everybody's supposing about, as far as like what actually happened between them. It could be anything in between because I, because the next day Kiki was on the internet. Um, she was on the internet doing a commercial for a new brand. You know, within twenty four hours. That's what it is right now. That's what these people do. That's how you get popular. And I was saying this on a, on another talk with someone else. It's not even about how much talent you have anymore. It's about how many followers you have on um, Instagram or TikTok or like whatever this new one is. It's about your followers. That's how you get the role now. Thread, thread, thread. Is it, is it thread? Thread, something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. They um. It's it's about how many followers you get. And Kiki, you know, she's talented, you know, I guess. But, you know, she's always hustling. She's out there hustling mm-hmm. for that attention. So yeah. it could have been everything that's that people that were saying. Is, huh? That's what, that's, that's what Hollywood exactly. is. That's what Hollywood exactly. is, right. Yeah. It, it could be everything that everyone is saying that it is, that this one and that one is, like, maybe he was really hurt. And maybe she did really come off like, yeah, well, you can take your hurt ass on and everything. Chalk went up for the ladies and everything. Maybe that's maybe that's what it actually is. But you know, it's it's still it's, it's still I know it's still a terrible fucking theme. It's a yeah. terrible, you know, uh, uh, just set of thoughts. Uh, you know, just thought track. You know, or, or 
for them to, I mean, to, oh man, that that is the the message, you know, uh, the Glorilla, the, the 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 girl from the Bronx, whatever her name is, Spicy, uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know, I mean, it's just it's like, nice. dang, it was it was just. It was just trash, 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 or I should just say, you know, uh, uh, sex, whoring, whoring, not just for women, but for the, for black people. Whore them out this way. Whore this talent out. Whore and 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 it. And those, I mean, it's, you know, no, it's you're you're those exactly. Those folks now are never going to be our leaders, and that's that's what black people want. They want those folks to be our leaders. It's important, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they can lead you to the strip club. Judge, they can lead you right. to the strip club. They can lead you to the bank. They can lead you back. Like the, I think the most well, interesting they, thing. Go ahead, Grant. Will you, go ahead. You I was, say your I, piece. Was just, I was just gonna say they they had the most followers, so they so clearly they're the leaders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's, it's sad, man. It's. I don't know. You know what? Like I said, you know, maybe from from all the trash. That's that. That's. Maybe that's where the diamonds rise up. You know, I'm not talking about the people that are trash, but you know, it's from someone true, from someone seeing that leader or a set of leaders will come along because of it. Yeah, from from actually experiencing and just being like enough of the bullshit. You know, it, to me, it doesn't even. I don't give. I don't have an opinion on that shit either way, other than the fact that I know that a lot of it is media driven. They're both making money off of it. You know, she got her baby and everything. He got his, like, he's got his name always out there. He's an actor or wants to be an actor, so now he can get more roles. And the stuff that people are saying in commentary about it, you know, uh, she kicked him to the curb or whatever, that's the problem with the black community because they actually think that that is, you know, Kiki ain't living what, you know, Nene is living. Kiki isn't living that shit. Kiki is yeah. like, you know, she live in Manhattan, you know, Midtown. And she's doing that because she needs to make big, big numbers to pay that rent or to keep that right. place for free. You know, so she can do that and everything and play that game. You can't play that game with your baby daddy. You can try. You know what I'm saying? But there, unless, you, unless you're playing a game, these games that these people choose to play are games that lack winners. But he's playing. Nobody the game. wins. See, that's, what that's what I'm saying. I, I'm almost like one. Of, I'm about going with one of your suggestions now that, that, that they set that shit up because I mean, clearly he he put that out there like that for for all this hoopla to get started for people chiming in on shit, you know this and that. And While she was actually there, yeah. so they could that get pictures of her coming out of nothing. the event. They were able yeah. to get pictures in real time. Because he was tweeting in real time. Right. That's well, love. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, you know, I I really don't even give a shit about them folks. Right. Right. I give a shit. I give a shit oh, about the conversation. Also, I give a shit about the conversation that these people are distracted with. You know, like, this shit really matters. You know, oh, yeah, girl, you should do that. Well, you ain't got no ring on it and everything. And the whole body shaming thing. Like, you know, you're body shaming because of, because these men are saying that, you know, we went from Method Man, you know, rocking, 
you know, one of the dopest lines ever in a hip hop song, rocking three right. fourths of cloth, three never fourth showing fourth your fourth stuff fourth off, boo. Right? Uh-huh. Right now, if he came out with that lyric, they'd be like, why are you trying to keep your woman under wraps? Why can't we see that? Right. Because right. that's mine. There's no, so it's like, like you said, how we, how do you make those two things fit? You know, black family, how do you make respect? How do you get respect from out of that situation? You know, I'm going to do what I want to do until I get a ring on my finger, which means I may prove that I'm never fucking capable or worthy of having a ring on my finger. Because while I'm with you, I'm with you and you and you. Look, the landscape is the landscape is going to change. Period. It doesn't even matter why. Yeah. <laughs> People are just delusional, though. People are delusional, man. Like, as 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 a woman, if you think that you can, if you think that you can give your pussy away for the first thirty years of your life, and then demand some high value for it for the next twenty years of your life. You have to be insane. You bugging. Yeah, you have to be insane. You know, it 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 don't age like Wait, 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 hold. Before you say that, G yesterday's prices, eight today's prices? <laughs> right. Yeah. Let me yeah. tell you what it is. Let me tell you what it is. It's real simple. After you done injected thirty years of poison. <laughs> you can't give it. You, you, right. you can't just say, "Okay, you know, uh, my philosophy is different now. I think different right. now." You know, no, because the world has told you for thirty years. <laughs> so let me. So let me ask this. that you have diamonds. Let me <laughs> so ask you this: can't change. How long before this is considered a mental disease? What? Just like alcoholism, just like alcoholism, just like uh, drug addiction. For a long time, drug, drug, you know, drug addicts just went to jail. Mm-hmm. Now it's in. Now it's an addiction. Now it's a mental. It's a mental thing. So at some point, will the whole phase that women go through, female pimping, some women go through, not female all, pimping, right? Will this become a part of the DSM? A mental crisis. Is this going to become right. a part will of the DSM? Are they going to write that shit down and make it official? I don't know, but the truth is this: they're, they're uh, what you know, whatever they lack, and uh, their shortcomings and stuff like that are just one of man, too many pieces, you know, that represent our dysfunction. Black mm-hmm. men, they have the, you know, they 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 have things that you can point to, uh, that, but all of them collectively, though, uh. All of them, you know, any important thing like what a black woman feels her role should should be, what her role should be, how she feels her role should be, and how it actually helps all black people. Whatever role she's thinking, okay, this is, how does that help all black people? Well, black men don't think that's don't Jean- think like that either. But but what I'm saying is, part of our dysfunction is that we are so far removed from. Thinking about each other. We only think about ourselves. And and, and them and their woes are just are just one part of our dysfunction when it comes to unity and and and, and everybody acting towards 
uh, the favor of black people on the whole. So it is sad, you know, uh, but I'll do keep it in perspective is that black people have in this country have actually morphed in to what they uh, need to be considering the threat against them. Uh, you know, then that's just, I'm not calling what they morphed into good, bad, this, that, or whatever. I'm saying that what they are are uh, part oppressor. Part oppressor? Well, we've, become, we've become the oppressor. Is this like, you know, in, 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 uh, in, in the old classes that you took where you learned about drugs? What, what do we call the health? Remember in, in the old health class when this, the, mm-hmm. this guy used to say this a thousand times? Uh, nobody is born and says, I want to be a drug addict. Well, guess what? There ain't no black women that were born, right? This said, I want to be treated lower than most any other women on this earth. Mm-hmm. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, 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 so, so, you know, I, I think along those lines and, and yeah, it's a problem. There's a problem. Uh, but just like that, just like us, they are going, every person is going to have to wake up in their own individual way and give their own individual effort best they can towards uh, those things that we discussed or anything that will help black people as a whole. And I hope these women figure it out. All these things that we talk, all these things that we're talking about tonight are just like a part of collective trauma, the collective trauma that we've all experienced as black people living in this country. And um, there's a war to actually like not only suppress it, you know, or stop it, but just to suppress it and not talk about it at all. That's what DEI is all about. That's what that guy in Florida, DeSantis, is doing. He declared that diversity, equity, and inclusion, those programs are done in Florida. No more. Now we're just treating people like people no matter what. But if we treated people like people in the first place, they wouldn't need diversity, equity, and inclusion programs. And that's exactly. the whole problem. with. And, you know, the crazy part about, like, DeSantis is this guy, man, he's slick as fuck, B. You know, he just passed the law because he does this. He gets rid of DEI. But then if you're, like, a certain type of guy, you might still like him in Florida. You know, the reason why is because he just limited the amount of lifetime alimony. He eliminated lifetime alimony payments in Florida. So if you got married... And you got divorced and you're still paying alimony 20, 30, 40 years later. Your wife hit 60 years old. You think you have to pay your pension? Not in Florida. He got rid of that. So that just makes it really good for you to go ahead and get married. Divorce your wife at 40 and everything. Get married again. Divorce her at 60. Get married again. Because you're not going to be paying alimony upon alimony upon alimony. These are the type of things that he does to get big money donors into his collection. Because who's going to benefit more than that? Than a rich guy who likes to sleep with and sweat, flip around women and everything. Right. And white women in Florida will run around waving that flag with no idea that he's making sure that they can never become old cougars. Goddamn shame. Damn it. Yeah. Flo, that, was, Flo. that was part of my retirement plan was moving to Florida and getting caught by a cougar. Look, Florida is the same as every state. They just have uh, uh, 
They just they just show their intentions more. Oh yeah, no, nah, yeah. I mean, they hide, their, they hide their intentions less. Every I would I would every say state is just like Florida. I would say every state is talking about it and everything, but Florida, that guy is like, fuck it, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. You know, I, I was over in Mississippi, and they had this thing about with their black people. You know, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try that shit over here in Florida. Right. They were just talking right. about it, but I'm gonna actually do I'm it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, yeah, do, I'm it. gonna do it. He's like, do it, DeSantis. What the hell? Yeah, because what the hell? Because what the hell? Yeah, they like this. We like this stuff. Yeah. We, you know, equity, inclusion, fairness. Oh, fuck that! You know what I'm saying? Yo, homie, you a bully? Come on, then. You're a police officer in a place you get kicked out for brutality. Come to Florida. We'll give you a extra benefit to come to Florida and join police forces. Forces in Florida. He has a program like that. He's got something for the. Give you two. Yeah, he's got something. He's got something for the police. He's got something for the cheating husbands. He's got something for the racist. Gotta love Florida. That guy is doing it big. I, I loathe Florida. I, I, I loathe Florida and and its bland lack of culture outside, of course, the major city of Miami. And it's, I mean, they, uh, some of the most racist redneck people I've ever had to deal with on a regular basis in life mm. were in Florida during my time in Florida. Mm. And mm-hmm. specifically a little town called Arcadia, Florida. So What's anybody in Arcadia? This wants to, <laughs> well, just, just look at the town history and it's Mayberry as far as I'm concerned, mm. uh, where, you know, mm. Klansmen, you know, uh, regularly gathered or annually at least if not more often uh you know in the downtown city area with full support and, and you full know uh, with black people kind of scattered because you can't even during uh i mean even during civil rights there was parts of this country that still had a death grip on black people you know yeah sure. you know as far as having them scared and everything else that there was no protest in, in some parts of this country well, meaning you know because you were risk your life doing so I think it's pretty safe to say that America has gone backwards as far as like race relations but they've also but you know it's odd that and not really odd but fact of the matter is there's a correlation between the success of the United States and the lack of empathy that people have towards each other now. And I wouldn't say, like, necessarily black people towards any people. It's never an equal thing. If a white person feels that a black person is is bad towards them, I mean, you could be mad about it and everything, but nine times out of ten, that black person doesn't have the same impact and ability on the world as a white person does. And I think it's ironic how race has become something that it was only really created in the 1800s, um, white right. and black, and how quickly it caught on like wildfire. It's like the bunny hop, you know, mm-hmm. the yeah. wop back when in it, the day. It, yeah, it allowed it allowed uh, it allowed people to become part of the popular group mm-hmm. and oppress someone else. But you know, so. I was watching. Yeah. I was watching an economist talk today and said that the GDP is directly associated with people's happiness level and with their anger towards other groups. 
And the United States now ranked number 62 in this poll that just like uh, over three decades ago, we were somewhere in uh, like the top 10. So just because of the fact that we are so much that these people are so racist, their racism is taking them off of their game. They can't keep up with other things because they're too busy trying to be nasty motherfuckers. Uh, yeah. they, can't, they, can't, they can't cheat can't. As, as well, probably. Yeah, no, well, nah, you can't you can't hold somebody down without being down there with them. Mm. Mm. So, Damn. you know, you you bring you bring the collective down, my man. It's not just it's not just black people that's gonna be on the bottom, right? Damn, that's crazy. It's I almost want to end the show right there because that was like. That's why I love when I hear Coach say, "This is America's problem." Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Just say, you know, this is anybody who has who is an American, titles themselves as an American, this is their problem. And this ain't none and ain't none of this is none of this is gonna even get started until honesty gets started. And and I'm not even a little optimistic that a country that has been dishonest since inception is all of a sudden gonna turn around and start being honest. Well, if you take all the great, if you take all the great, yeah, no, seriously. Well, if you take all the great black pioneers that we've had in this country that have worked with white systems in order to bolster them up and make the system and make the world, the United States of America, a better place at that time, what was the United States when they didn't even have full equity in the country? And a lot of those people that are now gone, they're, um, Daughters, sons, grand grandsons, great grands, they now now that that person is gone, they're experiencing the harshness again once more. You know, there's no such thing as a um, fam- a good family name in the United States of America when you're a black person. You know that shit is over within a it's over within a generation, and this type of growth actually it can't be quantified what they're doing. It can be sixty second. In GDP, 62nd, which is crazy. And it can be equated that way because of the fact that with that number, at that number and everything, you're pretty much um, taking a loss. You're taking a loss collectively. And it's just a slow drip of water on a rock. It's just a slow Mm -hmm. drip of water on a rock. And it's almost like, you know, as a black person, you could be upset about it. And everything, I don't know why you would be upset about it, because you're powerless to change it. The only thing that can change is them. They can make you a scapegoat as much as you want. They can show you on the news as many times as they want to show you on the news, committing crimes. But it's not going to change the fact that until they change their tactics, it's just going to... I think we have some... We have. We could change some things, too. Oh yeah, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that we couldn't change things too, but I, I don't think that we have the stomach to make the changes that that are necessary. Like black black folks ain't giving up the comforts that they've grown accustomed to, and I mean white folks ain't giving that up either. Not not just us. Ain't, ain't nobody giving up their comforts really, you know. Um, but it, I mean, if you if if we stop wasting money on shit that we don't need to impress people that we don't know with these, with all these white companies that we, that we spend money on. You know what I mean? I mean, y'all, 
Gucci or Louis Vuitton or whoever, they ain't, they ain't, you don't know that they the shit. You just heard that they the shit. Nobody would want to, the problem with that is that nobody would want to put a camera in front of that person's face. We had that with Public Enemy. We had that with Rakim. We had that with, right. you know, um, right. Nas. You know, we had that with, we had that with a lot of um, conscious black people. You know, Sidney Poitier back in the day, um, yeah. you know, um, you you can just yeah, run Jim it. Brown. Jim Brown, Lou Alcindor, Jim Brown, Bill yeah. Walton. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that was like, that's that like, that type of activism is boring right now. That's not, you know, that's not Kiki Palmer with the butt cheeks out. You know what I'm saying? I want to see some butt cheeks with my drama. You know, yeah. I want to well, hear about well, somebody not getting... Huh? Now, now she's selling shirts. Oh, she's selling shirts now? Yeah, yeah, yeah she, that's, that's what... God bless her, man. So, she's setting up the generations, yeah, man. Hey, look, she sent up the generations. I ain't even it. met her. Yeah, I'm not even yeah, met her. Yeah, I don't. I don't, like I said, I don't even. I don't care. I really don't care about either one of them. All, all that is is just a stark reminder that we have more more distractions than uh, that we could deal with. I mean, but it's on. It's, it's by design. It's. Like, yes, I'm gonna tell you what you're talking. I walk around, I, not walk around, but. I don't think I could ever be relieved of my anger. Mm. Uh, I'm angry That's about real. our history. That's real. I am, you know, uh, in, in, in a way that uh, because, uh, you know, it's it's likely that I'm going to die <laughs> without seeing significant effective change. You know? right. but, uh, all I can do is hope that it comes one day, you know. Right. And, I, and, and a lot of times I'm angry because I don't know how to feel about that. You know, I, I just don't know how to feel about that meaning that, you know, because that drives your focus, that drives your purpose, this, that, and everything else when it comes to, you know, what you'll be able to accomplish. But the only thing I, even though I say that, the only thing that I'm dedicated to feeling is, is that, okay, I'm one of many, special but not special. And whatever it is, it's just what it is, you know. I, I need to just go ahead and live with, with love or, or, you know, those types of things and just be focused on that. But, man, I tell you, I, I walk around, I'm angry, man. Shit, I'm angry that people don't want to talk about the truth and people don't want to go ahead and get this reckoning over with. Hmm. You have any thoughts on that, Grant? Yeah, I, I just think, uh, I think that that anger is just part of, that's just part of being black in America. You know what I mean? I, I don't, I don't think that that's that, you know, it's not, you, Gene did, he, he explained it in a way, but it's not, it's not unique right. at all. You know what I mean? I think we all to be a black man in America is to be angry at all times because you have to be defensive at all times. You're going to be tested. You know? Yeah. Because that, and, and you never know where the test is coming from. And any day, any day could be your last day. I mean, that that's true across the board, but particularly for black men in this country, anytime you step outside the door could be your last time. Any te- every test is potentially fatal. Yep. And that's the reality of that's the reality of this existence. And that's the sad part about um the whole the whole Kiki Palmer thing is not because Kiki's butt cheeks are out. I don't mind her butt cheeks being out and me oh, saying hey. that. Listen, I'm yeah. I'm a man and everything. It's nice to look at yeah. and everything. The women might feel a little bit different. And then, you know, but the part of that is these same women 
that will sit up there and say, will sit up there and defend her, would call my statement there misogynistic. And if you feel, if those people felt that way, then y'all got issues. You got problems. You can't have it both ways. I'm not going to allow you to have it both ways. Not in my space and everything. Not in my personality. And since I, since I don't see you and everything, since I don't see these people, I would never let, you know, God forbid, I would never let those types of opinions really get to me to the point where you would have to, like, you know, issue an apology or all this other stuff and everything. It's not that serious. What's more serious, we are allowed to have our own points of view. And I think that that's the, pro- I think that's the problem with it. We're not, a, we're not having discussions any, anymore. We're having judgments. You know, they took, oh, his, yeah, yeah. they took his point of view of saying, let's just say, let's just take it seriously for a second. His point of view was saying that he doesn't want to see his baby mom out there looking the way that she's looking. That's a real feeling that a lot of people feel about the woman that they love. They don't want to see the woman that they love out there in one fourth of cloth. They want mm-hmm. you. They want to see you in three fourths of cloth. Let us know that there's some value to that, and you're not just advertising it. The difference between being someone who's actually looking for a home or looking to make a home with someone else and someone who's consistently advertising for, um, let's just call them. Um, um, Airbnbs. You know what I'm saying? Some chicks is, is homeowners, some chicks is Airbnbs. You know what I'm saying? You go to a lot of nice places, mm-hmm. meaning different men and everything, but none of them are home. If right. you want to make a home, if you want to build a home, you got to stay put to a certain extent. And these are these are the messages that are getting misconstrued. And that's why it's that there really isn't a there's not a bridge to gap here. There's no bridge to gap here because a chick that's out there like that, like honestly, you're looking to smash, B. You ain't looking to wife it. You're looking to smash. So it's like, you know, if you want to be smashable, don't be mad when cats try to smash. And don't try to say like, oh, this guy isn't worth it. He ain't spending no money on me. Why would you spend money on somebody who got no clothes on? You're already halfway there. I'm gonna try to get it to the crib. get get it to the crib. Mm-hmm. You're right. already halfway there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like these choices. This is why these are the and it's not really up to us to make this decision. That's the whole point. Like we can make these comments, but I think that where I think where I've been going wrong with this is that um, it's not my it's not really my decision to go out there and tell these people what they should do and how they act. All I can really do is tell you how it's perceived and just like let it rock from there. You know, I'm not in my 20s trying to get, trying to make a family and everything. Right. So. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't think it's about, uh, I don't, I don't want to make this sound like it's, it's, I'm being judgmental because I'm not, I'm just, I'm just expressing what I see through from my vantage point. Right. Um, Kiki Palmer. I mean, hey, do what you do. Yeah. Uh, whatever the whatever the, whatever the boyfriend's name is, do what you do. I, I, you know, it, it really it, it's it's water on the duck's back for me. It it don't it don't mean anything. Not everybody's but, not everybody's cut out for monogamy. You know, it's yeah, not their goal. And, it's not and, their goal. And, 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 and you know. But on on the Hollywood side, you know, she could. This could just be her trying to stay relevant. 
Thank you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's who who knows where she's coming from. You know what I'm saying? The hardest thing, the, the two hardest things in any relationship, to understand the understand the person that you with and to be understood by the person that you with. Well, so who knows what her murder, motivations were? Well, you know, if um, just to wrap it up, we got a couple of minutes left, and I didn't shout out Mr. Brooks with the good looks who didn't make it here this evening. Mr. Brooks, yes, don't know what's going on here. But, you know, if I was going to tie this all together, if we could just imagine for a second that Kiki Palmer didn't have any money and her baby daddy also similarly didn't have um, much money and he was just a regular working guy and he was just struggling, we all know that the system that we have today is oppressive for men once a woman decides to get on welfare. It basically is a anchor for the man and for ultimately the entire family. Because, like, any money that goes into the family, if the man makes more money, hypothetically, that's more money to put into the family. But if you're held back by different things, then you can't actually make it that way. And a lot of times the woman is hamstrung. She may need a place to live in order for her to actually get that place to live. She's got to give up the man. She's got to tell the man whether she has a good relationship with him or not. So can we take an element of reparations and actually bridge that gap? where it would allow for women to opt out of a program which is oppressive to the to the husband that maybe makes him not come around as much. And this is once again, and I, I bet you, the, the interesting thing about that thought process is, I bet you that that, like affirmative action, would benefit white women more than it would anyone else. Absolutely. And on that note, Born in Trouble, guess what? We're going to shout it out and everything. From the A, Mr. Dub K, Gene Hopkins. What's up, y'all? Bye-bye, y'all. Bye-bye, y'all. <laughs> I say, you, you're on the wrong end of the show, buddy. Yeah, man. He Listen, you already you already warned us in the beginning. That <laughs> yeah, was a good I look. That was a good production move yeah, on I your part, so. that was the apex. That's right, bro. <laughs> We're just happy to have you, man. Mr. Dub K, and of course... <laughs> Mr. Grant Lancaster, the City Wing King, home of That's City right. Wings from Detroit, Michigan, home of City Wings. 2896 West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, yum, Michigan. Yum. Come down and get you some, baby. Wings, yum, yum. baby. Mr. Grant Lancaster. Yes, and we're going to yeah, stop I'm the coming. live stream now. I'm Listen. Coming. I'm huh? coming when you, get, when you open that up, Grant. I'm coming up to Detroit. Yes, sir. Come on in. That's what's I'm up. Come on in. I'm coming. For That's sure. what's up. All right, y'all. Born in trouble. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. All right, y'all. Peace. All right, y'all.